You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. My name is, uh, my name is, uh, 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 Gil Angst. Uh, uh, Gil Angst is an incredibly positive human being. How you doing there, Gilly? That can turn into a dark, 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 angry man. Two sides to you, huh? Two sides. Joe Kilgallen. Am I saying that right? Joe? Do you have a... Yeah, you got it right. I mean, you're really emphasizing both <laughs> syllables. The, the kill, well, there's three syllables. But you're really hitting kill the kill... Gallon. Gallon. It's really one word, kill gallon, but I've always kind of emphasized the kill. Kill you gallon. Know? When you're a comedian, uh, you have that have kill in your name is pretty awesome. I used to work with a guy named... Pretty cool. There's Bubby, a few of us. Bubby Crush Stage. Oh, man. Bubby. Huge in the southeast. Huge in the southeast. Very specifically Tallahassee. Yeah. Uh, so that's south and east. Do you have multi? Uh, do you have multi? Do you have any depth to your personality? Me? Do you have layers? Is there a version of you no one's ever seen? Uh yeah. You know, I have a very sentimental side. Yeah. Very sad, sensitive side. Oh, that sounds. Nice. That uh, really feels for people and animals and everything. But most people just see the. The rough, tough exterior, you know. Yeah, the the rugged Irish, yeah, uh, frat guy kick you in your gun and shoot you. Never in been tits. in a frat, but I will, I will fight you. But you look like a you I look know, like I know you that. could do it. You I'm, know, you know a lot about sports, and you've probably had a beer or two. And uh, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of beers. That's what. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I fit. I get it. I've I've owned up to it. But when I first started doing stand up, people would come up to me and say. Oh, before you even said anything, I thought you were just some fretboy douchebag. But you're pretty cool, man. So you get and that I'm like, a lot. What? Like I got yeah. that all the time. It's pretty annoying. And I was like, I'm sorry. I found a haircut when I was 14, and I stuck with it. <laughs> I just, I can't. I'm not gonna apologize. And for the haircut that. has SAE uh, in the back, yeah, just shaving in the back of your head. I like Greek letters. <laughs> Who amongst us doesn't? Respect where the origins of our language came from. Etymology is that what that's called? I believe so. I don't know. I didn't go to. A, I didn't. You I didn't go, go to, to college. You even. didn't go to college. No, either? I went to college for a little bit. What did you think of college? I did like what 44 college did you go to? credit hours. I went to Wright College in the city of Chicago. It's one of the city, uh, it's a junior college. Wright College. <laughs> Wright after the W-R-I-T-H-T? Yeah, I think. Uh, no, yeah, you know how to spell it. I know how to spell it. If Nick Vatterer were here, he would he would spell it correctly. It, He's uh, a stickler for spelling. Oh boy, don't, you know, he, uh, he, uh, he does spelling bees in his spare time. He uh, is a prompter. Really now? Yeah. I think I knew that about him, actually. He would disappear. There'd be blocks in his calendar that just were empty, and we'd be like, where does Nick go to? Yeah, all spelling bees. In, this, in Tallahassee, the southeast. I like to use, can you use, what's the word? Beelzebub. I'm sorry, what's the word? Beelzebub. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes. This dumbass kid don't know how to spell Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of spelling bee bullshit that he would do. Yeah. So, is there too much? Is it sound like there's running water in my ears? Is that a weird thing? I I hear it, but I like it. You like I it? I like the sound of running water. It sounds like we're in a. Uh... Oh, it was oh, the AC. It's gone now. Oh, now I'm gonna be hot and regret that I said anything. I'm so sad. I'm like a sad guy. Oh no, you know what? I have three levels. I have mad. Hey, there's a mad version of me, a happy version of me, and a sad version of me. Which one do you hide the most? I think the sad one. It's never come out before. But no one's ever turned off the AC. It's attractive, though. You like this? You think this will get the women? Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Here's a fret boy saying it'll, it'll drop the panties. 
that's what it'll do. What's the grossest innuendo you think you've ever heard? Oh shit! I like uh, smashing Pinocchios. Smashing Pinocchios? Oh, I heard um, playing stinky games. You want to play some stinky games? <laughs> this great comedian named Danny Kells used to say. I've heard him say that to women. He actually said to he a woman. He actually uses it because yes. guys always say they they say these things and they never actually say it. It's like guys are like, yeah, I, I gave a girl a dirty Sanchez. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. She would sue the fuck out of you yes. if you fucking gave a girl if you put poop on your dick and wiped it on her nose. You should be locked up if you do that. Is that really what that is? I thought there was poop over the lips of her. I thought I thought a dirty Sanchez is you poop, if, and I'm I, I'm pretty sure you poop straight up in the air, you catch it in the tip of your dick like an ice cream scoop onto a cone, and then uh, you wiggle it back and forth across their mustache that they already have. <laughs> So sure. just strictly to Mediterranean women, this is done to. Hispanic, they have to already have a mustache, for, and you have to put poop over it. Wow. That, you, you know what? That is such a task and such a skill to actually pull off. It's you, quite impressive, yeah. You really can't even get that mad at the person. I mean, yeah, you'd be horrified, but in retrospect, I think the lady would be like, I couldn't believe it. It was in slow motion. It was all happening. It was like, you know? and I was like, is this, do I like it or do I hate it? I don't know, but I'm, I'm being, I'm saying okay. I'm giving him a thumbs up. I'm cheering him on. I got to see it through at that point. Do you what's a what's a hot sex move that you've heard of that you like? Maybe a term, maybe a uh, oh a term like what do you mean like like a, move, like like a dirty like, Sanchez? One a fictional or non-fictional one that you that you super love? Maybe just the name of it. I like I always like the name of the Abe Lincoln. Which one's the Abe Lincoln? This is when you um, all right, you come on a girl's chin, and then right. you you rip some of your pubic hair off and then stick it to the cum on her chin. <laughs> that way it looks like she has like an Abe Lincoln type beard going on. Ah. Uh, I don't like it, but I think it's kind of funny. It's clever. Yeah. If you think that's clever, that's There's, clever then. What are the other ones? There's the Angry Pirate, I think. Angry Pirate? What's you, the Angry Pirate? You come in the girl's eye, and then you kick her in the shin. That way she's hopping around covering her ah, one eye. Again, who's doing these? Nobody is doing those. Uh, I There's one, uh, the Carlton. You gave the girl uh, Carlton. It's, it's, uh, it's where you it's have- a hot set, Carlton, right? It's the, mm, the hot Carlton's different. There's the hot Carl. Oh yes, yeah, the, the hot carls were uh, you you poop on plastic over their face, I believe. Uh, nothing clever about it. Uh, <laughs> really, maybe the least clever of all the hot sex names. I like the Carlton. Uh, that's where you have sex uh, in Will Smith's shadow. <laughs> A lot of people don't know about that. One. I like that one actually. <laughs> What's the Cleveland Steamer? That's one, isn't it? Is Cleveland just... Steamer. My, maybe I get the maybe I get the Cleveland Steamer and the Hot Carl mixed up. Cleveland Steamer, I think, is when you dump on the girl's chest, right? What I always or do is, is uh, I'll sh- when I do when I when a woman invites me, and I only do it if I have her permission and if it's her idea. Consenting adults. Yeah, and she's like, "Excuse me, will you put plastic over my face and shit on it?" I always go, "I'll do it," and then I'll go, "What's that called?" <laughs> <laughs> I need a title before I do anything. I need to know what this is called. I need to tell my parents, look, mom, look what I'm doing in this big city. I love doing it. How do women find out they like these things? Or how do men find out? Oh, like even with like a golden shower. A golden shower? That's when you just pee. Like, is that? I don't know. I think you've tried everything else and you're out of ideas. You know, I, I met a couple of waitresses at a comedy club. I won't mm-hmm. say which one out of respect, but it's in the Wisconsin area. Mm-hmm. I know you've done it. Mm-hmm. And uh, or I know Nick Baderat's done it. I right. apologize, but you know. Hey, I do. Uh, I do uh, comedy clubs. I uh, um, uh, I uh, do a lot of lo- load ins and load outs. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Baderat, I don't know if you know this, is an eighteen wheeler he tours with. Yeah. And you open up. All it is is just a microphone and a microphone stand. But you got to fucking you got loaded in. 
load up on stage, load it out. And you play strictly to parking lots. Yeah. Well, you got to park in parking lots. Where else could you go? Well, we, you park in parking lots. I mean, he, he brings it up on the stage. He brings it, you know, much as, as much as a band has 300,000 tons of equipment. We use the same truck the, the music groups do. It's just one microphone, a microphone stand on there. All right. Well, I got to talk to Nick because I think I understand now why he's not getting asked back to kind of clubs. <laughs> Seems there's a whole lot of baggage with Nick, literally. He's a real pain to work with. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of gear. So the girl said to me, um, well, we were talking. It was two waitresses, and they both were like, well, yeah, we've had golden showers. And I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. They were, I had a boyfriend, and he asked if he could do that. And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. I mean, you got to try everything, right? And I was like, no, there's some things you don't have to try. And no. getting peed on, I feel like, yeah. in a sexual way, is not one of them. I, uh, I don't need to know that if you want to, it's called a, if you want to hot box my ear, where you, you just put a funnel and just high velocity shit into my ear canal. I don't need to do that to know that I'm not into that. Yeah. You know, um, the peeing thing is weird. Uh, um, if I was in the shower, I just don't get it. I don't. I don't understand it. If a girl was like, "This would this would be really hot for me," I think it's got to be a domination thing. But people like getting peed like a on. Dog, like a dog. Dogs don't even like getting peed on. No, they don't. But they like to pee on things to prove they mark their territory. So right. those guys want to mark their territory by peeing on a woman. Like I dominate you so much, I pee on you, and and I was like, I like being dominated so much, I like you peeing on. Why me. not just have sex on top? Isn't that kind of the power move? You know, like, you don't I, have to. Yeah, you know, think about the smell, the cleanup process. Sex is already a huge cleanup afterwards. You have yeah. to be in the shower. It's yeah, golden shower. That's where that comes from. Golden shower. I was golden picturing arches. plastic sheets on a, on a queen size bed. Guy Ho- standing over her. You know, hotel. In a hotel, you know, yeah. Lose your deposit. Fuck it. Gather <laughs> matches. You're gonna throw out. Fuck it. Worth the worth the price. You know. I want to have sex in a bed full of bed bugs, just for that experience. You know. That would have been an adrenaline rush. Oh, you'd yeah. See, it's the visible bed bugs, right? I Ones mean, that you'd see, like more, monsters. It's, mo- it's more bed bugs than bed. Oh, okay. So they would just carry you around, like the way <laughs> ants have, you know, 100 times their strength. Wouldn't it be crazy to just have a exactly. bunch of ants carrying your body while you're, ant like... Ant sex. Ant sex. Mm. You have a bunch of human... You have a bunch of ants, uh, insect ants, carry humans around while you have sex on top. Like, like, like you're uh, like Think about you're how good you feel as a man. Oh, uh, yeah, like a crowd surfing, Like crowd sure. surfing, but with ants. Yeah. You'd feel very well hung amongst ants. Compared to an ant dick? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. What I always do is... Uh, Although my, I have a friend named Bobby. We called him Old old Ant Dick Bobby. Because his dick was so... Yeah, it was, a, it was an ant dick. Oh. Literally, it was an insect's penis. That he, it was surgical. I bought... They added to it. He, he, he really went through the operation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're going to get a nickname like that. When... <laughs> He's one of the reasons they had to add another letter to LGBT... <laughs> The rest Plus, of the outfit. Ant PP. Ant PP was added to it because <laughs> you got to respect the decision. You know, he just didn't feel like a person who should have a human dick. Now I feel like I'm one sentence away from being offensive. <laughs> oh, offensiveness. It oh, is offensiveness. out there in the zeitgeist today. This is what we want to talk about today. I don't know what personality that is. Nick, Nick Vatterot. You know what? It's good it's Nick Vatterot is not here. He's sort of lost it. He's just sort of just, I think his mind just divvied in half. He tried to tape it back together. The parts didn't match up, and he's still running with it. Nobody knows what's going on anymore. I think Nick's the best. Oh, and man. Nick I thinks think the world of you. Does ah, he? Well, Oh, yeah. He, he only, you know what? He was actually doing a podcast. He only does a podcast once or twice a day. So for you to be asked to be a guest on the podcast, 
It's a big deal. I just would have liked to. I don't understand how he books me and then goes to my house. Right. When I don't live in the same city as him. L.A. And you live in yeah, L.A. He lives in New York. Yeah, so he went we, all the way across. We you, missed each other in midair. He wanted to surprise his, you. His plane was going this way. Mine was going that way. Did you wave to him? You ever wave to people in the air? All the time. If I, I see another plane, I'm waving because that slight chance someone's looking. Slight chance. Make I'll that never human connection. Mm-hmm. Misconnection. Uh, but you know what I do when I go past, past a train? Like if I'm driving a car mm-hmm. and there's the, a train's along my car, uh-huh. I give them the middle finger. <laughs> I, just, I fucking hate those people. You don't like They're beneath you. They're, they're beneath train me. people. They're train people. Come on. It goes plane people, Get a car. car people, train people. I won't tell you what I do to bike riders. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what's I great about bike riders? I give them a mid-air Carlton. Bike riders, bike riders are amazing. They will lecture a car on the rules of the road for 20 minutes and then turn right around, turn right around and blow through a stop sign and almost hit three pedestrians. I know. Every fu- it, it, It's infuriating. I've tried to give them the benefit of the doubt, but twice they've hit me. Once I was parked and this bike slammed in the side, and I, I had a minivan at the time. Right. So you don't want to scuff up the back of a minivan. It's bad enough. Right. You right. Well, you know, I, I understand that like a car can hurt, but you know what? Ped- what annoys me is cyclists treat pedestrians the way cars treat cyclists. You know, cyclists are so mad at how the fucking the car drivers treat them, and then they turn around and treat the pedestrians the same way. They almost hurt pedestrians. They blow. They don't. They don't honor the red. If there's a like a cyclist is this is the rule of the road for a cyclist. If I have a green light, then I'm I'm a car just like everybody else. I get a green light and I'm going through it. Yes, cyclist. And if I have a red light. Fuck it, I'm going through Adelso, all right? No, <laughs> I'm just I always don't. going no matter what the fuck is happening, all right? Just, you know what? World revolve around me. That's a fucking cyclist. Sorry. I almost well, got you know what the funny thing is, too? They uh, they always try to give you this, you know, I'm helping the environment look. Right. They give you that, They're like. better than everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know. Why? Can I ask you this? You rode bikes as a child, I imagine. Yeah, like, as a like, child. Yeah, I grew the child. fuck up. <laughs> and then you grew the fuck up. <laughs> uh, but, like, into your teenage years, you probably did, too, right? 14, 15, even? Sure. Yeah, I did, too. Right. And uh, I never had to roll up a pant leg. Uh, I don't get that. I see pant legs rolled up, yeah. and people tell me, oh, well, they don't want to get their pant legs stuck in the chain. Sure. And I, I'm like, I, but didn't we master that when we were 14? Didn't we know how to do that? You think you gave a fuck about your clothes when you were... <laughs> I guess not. That's a good point. I had blood on my jeans for most of seventh grade. You know, I, I, <laughs> the you one pair of Lee dungarees you had. <laughs> I don't give a shit, you know. Now you're wearing because now you're wearing your like nice khaki pants and you're biking to work or going to this and that and it does. I, oh, so I, now you're on their side. I, Is that I, what's I had a bike in Chicago. <laughs> I had a bike in Chicago. I think I remember you getting on a bike last year in Chicago. I, uh, I I got a bike and I was like, why was I not doing this the whole time? No hills in Chicago. It's, it's very flat. It's yeah, great. very flat. And uh, yeah, I, I I got a hole in my khakis for not you know. So I just hiked it above my sweet fucking just three pound calves and stays <laughs> up there. Uh, and now I just tear the shit out of my uh, calves. And I got bloody calves everywhere I go. Uh, but my pants are intact. <laughs> but well, that's what's important. I understand what you're saying, though. Well, no, did you uh, did you obey the rules, though? Were you obeying stop signs or red lights? Or were you just like, fuck it, no one's around, I'm going to go? I was riding on sidewalks, and I found out I'm not supposed to do that. That I don't understand, because I'll talk to a cyclist, yeah. and I'll say, how about in, well, New York, there's foot traffic everywhere, so you can't. But in Chicago, there's pockets, side streets, where yeah. there's just no one walking around. Why not take right. the sidewalk? It's safer. And they'll always say, well, because it's against the law. 
Right. And I'm like, well, so is blowing a red light, but that doesn't stop you. Right, right. I'm just picking and choosing what laws we want to follow. Exactly, exactly. I understand it if there's pedestrians on the uh, uh, sidewalk, it's dangerous. Yeah. I understand if you're if you're riding the bike close to the storefront and someone pops out of a storefront and runs right into you. I understand. I understand that for the most part. Uh, there are bike lanes. There is a lane designated. I mean, the bike lanes. The bike lanes are hilarious, though. <laughs> it's a bike lane. Where the the whole designated place for you to ride is a gauntlet where a door could pop open at any given moment, destroying your entire world. You know, I had a buddy riding a bike, and uh, yeah, some fucking just some person popped into the they they pulled over and they call it getting doored. They got doored, and he like got he's he got fucked up. His face he, he had stitches all over his face. The corner of the door went like an half inch into his forehead oh, he God. got fucked up because yeah, one that's woman pretty just horrible. opened the door and just wasn't looking and just got out I mean I I understand I understand why the cyclists are so tightly wound up because yeah. like, they're like dealing with you know but but it's just like you can't just forget how you, you people have no empathy for other people uh, you know it, like my classic example that, I, that always kills me is like people always forget they forget when the shoe's on the other foot how they felt when the shoe was on that other foot, you know? Exactly. It's like when people are at a stoplight, and this is my classic example, okay? you're, at a, you're at a stoplight in the car, you get a green, that pedestrian then decides to cross the street in front of you, does that little half chuckle j- Ooh, jot sorry. walk. Sorry, oops, 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 oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, and they laugh at it. Uh, and then you're pissed because you're like, well, now I'm going to miss the next light because he made me fucking the timing. And the second, but the second that switches around, the second that pedestrian is in the car and that car person is the pedestrian, the pedestrian gets mad that this person walked and that car driver forgot how much he hated it when it happened to him. And he does the whole like shoulder shrug shuffle giggling across the street. It's in, it's in, you know, people, people that don't, all people care about is the moment that they're in. They don't are, care about yes. the past or future experiences. You're they right. Just care you're, you're dead on. It's, it's, humans are the worst. I don't even think pedestrians should have the right of way because th- think about it. If you're in a car, you're typically in a hurry. Right. And I have to slow down for someone who's just walking around. That doesn't seem fair. It's whatever the rules are established, whatever is going on, you yeah. know? Uh, if I'm taking a right turn and you're crossing, I'm going to be like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But whenever know? I'm that person, and I always do this because I feel like I am considerate, I give a little, I give the jog to be like, oh, just. Put a little hustle. A little hustle. Step it up. Even if I don't have to, where I'm totally, I got the walk sign, yeah. but I see this guy's turning right because yeah. I've been there. I don't know. He could be running late to the most important meeting. Right. He could be running late to a great podcast. Right. You know? Exactly. So get the fuck out of the way. Exactly. A little hitch in your giddy up. Or a little um, step to your giddy up. I don't know how that one goes. I like whatever you say I like. Thanks. I'm fine with it all. This is the happy version. I like man, a little right? giddy up. Do you think you have more of a positive or a negative outlook on life? I am very weird with that. I think I'm 50-50. Yeah? I, well, that's yeah, weird to say because it's like half class empty, half class full. I don't. Well, here, here's an example. I'm learning how to control what sets me off. Okay. Like yesterday, really good day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had a couple fun shows. I had, had dinner with an old friend. Did a lot of catching up. But then at night... I went on Facebook before I went to bed. Why would you do that? Why would I do that? Why would you do that? Such a great day. And I just went on it to see. It's a terrible, terrible And immediately I was like, I got into it with someone because I didn't like their opinion on something. Sure. And I was like, why did I do that? You're not changing anyone's opinion. Uh, And and then I said, you know, why don't we all just kill ourselves? And I I half meant it. Maybe more (laughs) than half. You half meant it by, I think half of you should kill yourself. Yeah, I mean, I the think half should have stick around. But a uh, good portion of us should yeah. just end it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think. What was the debacle, can I ask? What it was, was about the, the whole Seinfeld of being offensive thing. So what was, the, what did they say and what was your take on it? 
Oh, he was saying that uh, Seinfeld's out of touch and, you know, this casual bigotry that he thinks is okay and all that kind of stuff. And, and Seinfeld had the same, Seinfeld and Chris Rock said the same thing about the millennials right. and college campuses and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, I just think that, yeah, maybe he's a little out of touch and there are some things that we're progressing that are a good thing. Like, yeah, there are certain words we shouldn't say and stuff like that. But uh, Nick Vatter, last time I talked to him, uh, we talked about, like, where's the, let, let the intent show. The intent. The, the intent. intent. That's all that fucking matters. What is the intention of what you're trying to say? Are you trying to be derogative towards women? Then, yes, let's question, let's question that. Yes. You know? But if you, if, I don't know, if you're, if you're saying something, if you just call a group of audience guys and then everyone's all offended... Yeah, that's a great example. Then it's like, I didn't intend to incend you. Now, if you're saying I'm perpetuating some sort of patriarchal, you know, like mindset by, by guys, is, and I, I still truly think it's a lack of words. We have a lack of words in this country, you know? When I was, uh, uh, when I was a waiter, uh, TGI Fridays in Chicago, I walked up to a table one day. One day that I, it was that day that you like, I, I really had a hard time getting out of bed and, and, and going to my 300th just terrible job day in yeah. a row. And I'm just like really burnt out. You're drained. And just drained. And then I was like, well, you know, I'm going to grab, grab a coffee. And then sure enough, there's some assholes fucking just 10, 10.30 at TGI Fridays. Doors locked, waiting for the doors to open. Like we're the fucking Apple store. And we got a fucking, <laughs> the new iPhone skillet sandwich 7 is going to be uh, cooking up today. And they want to get first dibs on it. A new appetizer. Uh, <laughs> so they come out and they, as soon as the doors open, they, they and of course they get my section. And so I just kind of like, just chug the coffee. I was like, <clears throat> all right, I can do this, you know? Put on the waiter smile. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And I walked up to the table and uh, I said, uh, I was like, uh, hey, guys, uh, my name's Nick. What can I do for you today? Uh, you know? Yeah. And they, she goes, guys, guys, I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy. I'm not your buddy. I'm not your pal. I'm not your friend. Really? Yeah. All of that. All of that. And then I turned and looked at her, uh, her daughter and her husband and I go, uh, will you guys be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> This is a perfect comeback for that. I had a woman correct me once because I said, how are we doing today? And she said, ooh, please don't use the royal we. I can't stand that. Uh, you can't say anything. And, and I remember I had to look up with the royal. I'm like, what is the royal we? I mean, I understood what she said because uh, I was including her. But uh, there was a term I never heard in my life until that day. Cause you're, and I was like 22. And I'm like, how have I never heard the royal we before? It's, I don't know. Uh, because you're asking her to say how you're doing and it's incorrect grammar? Is it a grammar thing? I guess it's something about... I, I can't remember. I looked it up at the time. Know. But the intent... Like, like, let's... let's If we want to fucking battle a lot of the projected stereotypes and stigmas of, 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 of people in our society uh, and attack the intention of people... Of what they're saying, I think let's start there. Yes, you know. But if you're gonna get mad at me because, and I tried not to say guys for another week after that because I, I just didn't want to fucking deal with that again, you know. And uh, there's not. Uh, I, I what did I try? What, what would you say if you went up to a group of people? What would you say? I said y'all. I would. I'm. I would like to say y'all more. Sounds but I'm stupid. But I'm not from the south. How y'all doing? Y'all. It is weird. How is everybody doing? I, I don't know. It's not very fun. I think I do say guys. 
You say, guys, there's not, to me. I don't think it's about like, that, though. To me, it's like, it's just what people say. It's what women said to me my whole life. I had female teachers my entire school. And all my all my female teachers said, all right, guys, get out your class. All right, everyone. All right, guys. They said, guys, women drilled guys into me is how to, uh, how to talk to 30 people for fucking 12 years of my life. And then I come out of fucking 12 years and I say, guys, I'm the asshole. Wow. Don't fucking teach me guys and yeah. then turn on me. That's a great. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I throughout at least up to eighth grade, I had nothing but female teachers. Right. In high school, because you switch class and stuff, right. there was a couple male ones. But all of the female teachers would say, Say guys. All right, guys, we're going to lunch now. From or you, guys, all right? I learned it by watching you! It's infuriating. Well, you there, know? Was, there was a brief summer where I would say, what's up, party people? Yeah, but you can't say that at 10.30 in the morning at TGI Friday. You really can't. Hi, party people. Party people? Really? I'm not a party people. I'm not a party planner. I'm not a party pooper. I'm not your friend. What a fucking bitch. And then you look at the daughter and husband and say, do you want a party? Yeah. Will you guys be my party people? And you be my party people? I don't, but bitch, you can't say bitch anymore. Because uh, if you want to get Could mad. Could you say, oh, isn't that a bitch? You can or, say, because it's that, not no, referring can't to that, a, can't say that's a bitch. I could see that calling a woman a bitch, like, hey, dumb bitch, or whatever. I could see that. You can't but say what that. If you say, like, oh, what a, what a real bitch this day's been. You can't say that either? Can't say that. I have a female dog, though. Could I call her a bitch? Yeah. Okay. You can't. I'm going to call, call my little, You can call my little a cat a, a pussy, but you can't call anything else any, any of those things. And also, <clears throat> who's calling a cat a pussy anymore? Nobody. Yeah, that's right? so 1950s. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I meant, yeah, it's like, I meant gay like a picnic. You didn't mean gay like a picnic. You didn't, you didn't mean pussy like a cat. All right. You, you fucking, You're, we know what you meant. All right. That's true. Uh, I, I think it's a lack of words. If, you, if, if, uh, if, 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 if a person does something shitty to you, and you want to call them something, and that person, let's say, let's say that person is a, if a, if a guy's a man, we can pretty much call them whatever we want, and nobody cares. Men don't care. I don't, I'm not offended by it. You're not offended by it. No. You can call a man pretty much anything, and no one's really yeah. offended by it. And there, there is these, like, quote-unquote men's groups that are saying that, well, you can't say dick because that's offensive to all men, but they're just being assholes. They're they just are. Being dicks. They're being like, dicks. nobody cares. And those know? groups have, like, 25 people in them. Yeah, it's just, Everyone acts it's like it's, oh, group. men's rights groups. I'm like, there's not, there's 19 it's people. One, it's one guy in his basement. <laughs> exactly. He's got fake, he's got 15 fake Twitter accounts he made up and they all follow him. Right? Yeah, that's that's, it. It. that's the men's group, all right? So you can't, but you know, women's group is a real thing and you can't say bitch because that's, but it's like, it's hard to call a woman any, if, if, there are terrible people out there that are women. And I, and, and you, I, I said that the other night and people go, oh, it's like, what? And yeah. like, you, you don't like women? I didn't say that. I, and you think, we think women are terrible. No, I'm saying there are people out there that are terrible and they happen to be women. And when you want to talk, when you want to insult that person, there's not enough words. There's over three billion women. Uh, good. I'd some say of them at least ten of them are horrible at people. At least I was going to say a baker's 10. dozen, but ten's probably closer. And then when they want to do something shitty, when they're shitty, and you want to call them a name, well, then why call them a name at all? I don't know because calling people names makes you feel good in that moment because you're so frustrated and you're so helpless, you can't say anything. And it's a society thing too. I've thought every time I've been called a name in my life, later on, I'd think. Yeah, maybe I was a little bit out of line. Maybe right. like there's just maybe certain I was things being you do. a little bitch. You know exactly. You have to understand that. I understand. Otherwise, I could, they'll go on being a little bitch. Right. I could. I. I. I could understand calling a man a bitch and saying that's offensive because you're calling a man a, an insult that's meant for a woman. Yeah, I'll call and a man that, a cunt. Yeah, calling a man a cunt's hilarious. It's really funny. Calling a woman an asshole's hilarious. It is kind of funny. Or uh, calling a woman a dickhead. I did a that dickhead, once. Dickhead. Yeah. To a good friend, I was like, "You're being a bit of a dickhead." You know that? I'll be like, "You're being a male." 
Yeah. You're being a, uh, a human male right now. Yeah. And they're like so offended by it. You're being someone who can only do one task at a time. Is that what you <laughs> want to be? Huh? The dawn of man. It's just a vernacular. It's a it's a linguistics thing. It's etymology. It's just what we call it. And and women, it, it comes from fucking religion. You know, yeah. the womb of man. That's that's where that came from. That's not that was nobody's. It was not a patriarchal decision. It was a it was a. Uh, theological decision to call it that you know and, and then you know and if you have offense to that you want to come up with another word for women so you're not saying you're from man that's fine but then then tell me sure what it is. It's just i don't gonna, care it's I don't gonna take a, a while for that to take off we don't have enough words that's a huge problem with words. it if i want to get mad at someone who's being terrible if somebody just you know uh and i and, and i don't know what to call them i i can't call it you call a woman a piece of shit that's weird it's uh, weird too. It's weird to call them anything at all because everything is either offensive or doesn't really fit the whole thing. I think a bitch means a terrible woman. I don't think it, it's it's reflective of women in general, but a lot of people have a different opinion of that, and I understand. And uh, I'm learning, and I'm trying to figure out what that thing is. I don't know what the. Fuck it's all that personal is. experience with a word too. Some people yeah. will personally think, "Oh, you can't call me that word because." You know, a woman, you know, before she got hit in the face, the guy called her a dumb bitch or something. I don't know. There's And that I understand. And then you don't want to use the word. But right. I think with the whole Seinfeld thing, talking about how sensitive everyone's being, with millennials especially, how they'll label something sexist and racist and everything. Uh, I think part of what he meant, though, there are some things where, yes, we shouldn't be talking about that. And maybe the younger generation is making us realize that just casual uh, bigotry isn't cool. But I remember I did a joke once uh, where I talk about gay people. The joke was 120% pro-gay. But uh -huh. I had a woman come up to me afterwards tell me she was offended. Right. And as this woman was telling me this, I was just like, well, did you hear the joke? I, I mean, I think a lot of millennials and college-age ones especially just hear trigger words. Exactly. And then they get offended, and they, but they don't hear what the content is about. Right. You know, am I, because I'm a white male, straight male comedian, can I not talk about gay subject matter at all, even if it's in the most positive light, yeah. even if it's something I experienced through a friend of mine that's gay? Right. You know, like I, that's they, it's, you're right. It's a trigger word. It's a trigger. And the best part about it is when the woman, this was at the laugh factory in Chicago. She was saying like, I have a gay friend. I know he'd be offended. I have this. And so I What's the like, joke? Can I ask what the joke is? Uh, the joke was about, uh, oh, the gay pride parade. Uh -huh. I said that uh, once uh, they have all the rights that they should have. Right. Uh, I just don't think the parade's going to be that much fun. Right. I think, you know, you can't really just be like humping the air going, woo, we did it. When like, you know, you're, it's already been done. You know, you're not right. fighting for anything anymore. It would just be traffic on a Sunday. Right. I think what makes the parade so much fun is because everyone's rallying together to be like, yes, let's get this done. Uh -huh. And once you have it, it's like, yeah. I think I equated it to like the, the six bulls championship. We were just like, yeah, we've done it. Yeah, I don't need to go to a parade. <laughs> you know, it's like I've been there. Like it was a real, not, it wasn't even offensive really. I was trying to be a devil's advocate to find like what the offensive thing would be in that. And I couldn't find. You couldn't really, right? You're saying once they do it, you know, it's like, the, yeah, I mean. I think part of like what's, what's fun, and I've been to the gay pride parade and, right. and it is fun. Uh, and more of it's just the pride of being gay as opposed to just it's not it's not 100 percent a champion for rights it's rights with the pride of who they are exactly yeah uh, sure but still like even for comedic effect for the just the sake of the punchline it's also like a hilarious joke that, yeah once the bulls won the sixth championship you're like what, another parade jesus christ you know? yeah. Like, yeah it's like like 10 years from now because i bet within the next year or two or hopefully all 50 states will have it uh so like say 10 12 years from now is that going to be the big event Right. I just don't think it will have the same. I think it'll be a big event and people right. will still go to it, but I don't think it'll be the same as when people were like, remember when we were fighting on our way up? 
Right. That was, I'm sure there'll still be issues because people are horrible and right. they'll find a new way to discriminate towards, uh, you know, gay people and everything like that. But they'll be, they'll be against left-handed gay people. Yes. That'll like, be the I've thing. accepted right-handed gay people, but not left-handed gay people. Yeah. We can't let them adopt the righties. Uh, we're okay with yeah, it's good. the adoption going to be the next big thing. I uh, bet that will be, it will which be, is but which is a problem because, uh, so any two assholes, uh, can have a kid out of uh, just a drunk night of fucking, uh, but uh, a, a couple that loves each other and wants to give love to another child that doesn't have any love in his life is not allowed to do that. Well, this is why gay people are always great parents because right. they don't accidentally have children. They don't they, accidentally they, when get they drunk have and adopt children. People. It's because yeah. they want to. They're you know, ready for it's it. It's such a valid point. Oh, yeah. let me bring up this real quick though. The girl who was telling me she was offended as she was talking to me. This was after the show. Uh-huh. Two guy, gay guys came up to me afterwards, gave me a big hug, and thought I was hilarious. Ah, see, this is exactly it. And I said know? to her, I go, "What were you saying again?" In front of her? Yeah, I did. What'd she say? She was. She just kind of gave me like a little bit of a look, and she was like, "Well, just difference of opinions, I guess." And just kind of her like, her opinion. These are two gay dudes. I know they fucking uh, see people the worst. People want to be. Uh, there's a. Uh, they want. There's a feeling of being superior. It's a. It's a status thing, and it's a tribal status thing of, of wanting to correct other people and yes. be above other people, and, and sort of be like this, like beacon of light and knowledge. And that's why, I don't know. There's so much of that out there that people will get offended. People get offended. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you three jokes that Nick Vatterot does Ooh. that offended people. And I think this is exactly a couple things. Uh, a couple things uh, that. Uh, about the Seinfeld thing that that, that that sort of kills me. Number one, the headline itself. Yeah. Seinfeld won't do colleges because they're too PC. Uh, as far as everything I've looked, Seinfeld never said that. Never said that. I, never I noticed said it that once. too. He never said it once. And I combed through everything. He never said it. He said, someone says, someone asked him about college. He goes, I don't do colleges, comma. But a lot of the people that I do know do colleges says they're too PC. But he never said the words, I don't do colleges because. So already that's like a media thing. So people are already like taking this misquote and this paraphrasing of what his intentions of what he said. And they're building. That's the, the foundation is already fucking, you know, wet paper towels and sticks. And they're trying to build a fucking argument against Seinfeld on top of that. All right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, now he also said he didn't say political correctness. All right. It is a vague, nebulous term. It could be, it can mean anything at all from somebody going, uh, I hate, you know, I hate Jews, you know, is probably about as un-PC as that you could say, you know, and into saying, uh, the, you know, guy, hey guys, that's about as like harmless of an un-PC thing to say. Yes, and, those and, degrees. And to equate the two, for someone to say, I am for or against political correctness, Political correctness means different things to different people. That's another problem with most conversations we have in society is that the words that we're saying mean different things to different people, you know? Yes. It's with the catcalling thing. You know, I, uh, a woman goes, a guy says, I don't see what's wrong with catcalling because the words catcalling to him mean paying a woman a compliment, uh, you know? Or yeah. watching Looney Tunes and watching a guy going, hava, hava, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. hey, sweetheart. Hey, down. Yeah, you know? And then a woman, she's uh, hears catcalling, and those words to her mean being harassed, being sexually assaulted, being, you know, like a, a constant uh, problem of how men treat women uh, in society. They, they just mean different things to each other, right? 
Political correctness is the same thing, you know? Yeah. To equate, I hate Jews and hey guys, how you doing, as the same sentiment, as, as, as the same type of person that says that, it's fucking ridiculous, you know? Seinfeld never said to get rid of all, you know, uh, political correctness, you know? He said the lines coming together, because on, on the Seth Meyers thing, he said the lines are just becoming smaller and smaller and smaller, and that's what he, his, that's that's, what his concern and issue is, you know? And I agree with him. Jesus Christ! The reaction to him saying that is proof that he's right. Yeah, exactly. And they're all talking about him like, oh, he's just some old curmudgeon who's just out of touch and everything. And they, they put him in this like Archie Bunker camp. Right. Where it's like, did you forget that this guy did a lot of, he did a lot of great things with his TV show did a for, lot of great things. you know, breaking PC barriers and all sorts of exactly. stuff like that. Or, exactly. Or putting more of them up. I don't know. Um, but he, everyone loved to, Jesus Christ. I mean, this, our society will turn on somebody the second they can for their own gain. You know how many blogs and articles people are writing? Yeah. Fucking well, Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, the fucking the Lindy West thing. Lindy West goes, she wrote something, uh, and I wish I had the quote in front of me, but I think she's, I read that thing, and, uh, and she said something like, uh, we shouldn't be getting our, our uh, uh, you know, we shouldn't be hearing about political correctness from Jerry Seinfeld, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, he's Why can't he talk about it? Well, I thought, what crossed my mind is he's a billionaire? Yes, he's a billionaire white man. But, uh, but I was like, I agreed with her. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with her. I did. You know what? I'll be, in fact, uh, Jerry Seinfeld talking about political correctness is like Lindy West talking about comedy. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Stay the fuck out of it. All right. You know, don't be authority on it. And he's not a fucking authority on it. You know? Yeah, I don't think he was trying to be either. He's not. He's just commenting on comedy and a thing. And you know what? The Lindy West thing, I agree with Lindy West on a lot of things. Okay. Uh, But I do think Lindy West's worst enemy is Lindy West because what she does, she does the same. Was she on that uh, debate with Jim Norton? Yeah. Okay. And so what she does is like, there's a, I agree. I completely agree that there are, uh, that if the doing rape joke, I, I, if I go to a comedy show and 10 guys in a row do fucking like rape jokes, I fucking hate the show. I and I don't laugh I and agree. I leave. Also, and this is what a lot of the, the uh, these bloggers talk about. It's like, well, I'm, you know, I used to spend so much time going to these dark, dingy comedy clubs and listen to misogynistic, sexist joke over after over after over. Where the fuck are you seeing comedy? All right, I, know, that, I understand. That's why I didn't get either. Yeah, Chicago, where you're from, I did not see that in Chicago. I didn't see it, and that's I, I heard when that was going on, and she was talking about like seeing. Right. Rape joke after rape joke after rape joke. And Where I was are you like, going? I yes. don't recall this at all. I, Where? I yeah. don't know. I see it in New York. I see like new open mics in New York are like that. Really? I'll, I'll, sit, oh, okay. I'll sit in New York with Mike and I'll see. And I'm not going to say she did not experience that. She obviously experienced that. Sure, of course. But there's so much more comedy and so many great shows and classier shows. To say that that is some sort of representation of all of comedy I, yeah, is just as generalizing as the generaliz- generalizations that you're against, you know? Uh, going I, to an open mic though and saying all they all comedy is is rape jokes based off your experience in an open mic yeah. is like going to a pickup game of basketball getting elbowed in the mouth and saying right. I don't want to play basketball anymore because right. all they do is elbow you in the mouth exactly. it's not it's you know not. they're not they're different 
levels. And also, like the great comedians, sure, you got your you got your Doug Stanhopes, and you got your some people, your your Daniel Toshes, that their sort of thing is pushing the line and seeing how far they can get. And yeah, honestly, every time you get mad at them and talk about it, you reward them. Yeah, uh, so you're you're just sort of inflating this this sense that this is. I think they said something like Daniel Tosh got a hundred thousand new Twitter followers that week alone. Yeah, you reward people when you get upset like about that. it, and that's why they do it because it upsets you. Uh, but the bulk, the great comedians that are out there right now, your Pete Holmes, your 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 your, your Hannibal's, your Kyle Kinane's, your Jim Gaffigan's, your, your Amy your, Schumer, it, uh, they're not doing you know uh, they're not doing this rape comedy. They're, they're not doing. They're not. You're talking about the worst comedians that are out there. You're, it's like everyone talks about. It, it's like you know uh, uh, fucking. I'm not. You know what I hate? Those fucking like comedians that got the roll their 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 sleeves rolled up and they got the jackets on and they're talking about airplane jokes. Yeah. This guy's I, not out there. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is. Who is this guy? Where is he? I would love to see a guy that's doing this. You know who I see do that, actually? Improvisers who mostly did improv <laughs> trying stand-up for the first time. Yeah. Every one of them would do a joke. I remember, and you yeah. were in both worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually started. I started doing, I took improv classes at Second City before I ever did right. a stand-up open mic. But I noticed whenever they would go to an open mic for the first time, they'd always do a little joke where it's like, oh, so I guess I'll do an impression of a comedian. And then they'll yeah. do like, what's do the deal? Yeah. They'll do the, the Seinfeld like 1986 uh, airline food, peanuts or something. Uh, He's amalgamation of what people envision shitty comics in the 80s. I saw Seinfeld live two years ago, and it was amazing. Yeah. Did an hour and 15 minutes. It was a great show. Super clean. I mean, yeah, it was clean, but like it was every word matters. And I really think he's a wordsmith up there. And I I respect what he does. And I, again, I read, because again, it's about intent. So I read it in the way in which I think he just meant certain words or just trigger words and people lose their mind about it and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And he actually dealt with it I think two years ago with comedians and cars getting coffee, right. they said there weren't enough women or black people on the show. Right. And he said like, oh, well, that doesn't interest me. What interests me is funny. Right. And I think what he meant is, I don't care if you're black, a woman or whatever. Right. I just want the funniest people. Yeah. And then he started to get lumped in with Adam Carolla. And I saw, I saw someone do a list of like, uh, what's the guy? Christopher, they're like Christopher Hitchens, Adam Carolla, uh, someone else who said something real sexist, and then Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm like, people like that. I'm like, Seinfeld did not say women aren't funny. Right. He didn't say black people aren't funny. He has a show that's a web series which he picks up his friends in his Porsche. Yeah. It's not like he was going out of his way. It's not like it's not a show you submit for. Right. It's not like people were auditioning and he was just like, no, 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 I don't want. Like, no, that's what it was. It wasn't like that. It's look at also sitcom history. Like, name a show. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, what's the hot show right now? Uh, uh, Modern Family. That's the hot show right now. Mo- Modern Family. I mean, they're. I guess they've get. You know, they're diverse. They're diverse. You know? it's true. But throughout, if you're gonna talk about like throughout history, everyone's like ragging on a show from the '90s. I think it was a general. It's not Jerry Seinfeld. I think. I think it was a general overall. You know, sentiment of uh, sitcoms in general. Roseanne didn't have a lot of black people in it. No. Uh, you know, Brett Butler didn't have a lot of black people in it. Uh, you know, I mean, what? Uh, all, all, family Ties, mostly white people. Uh, friends, mostly white people. And Jerry's acknowledged that he says, in, in retrospect, he wished he would have had some more black actors and sure. all that kind of stuff. But uh, and maybe, at the time, they were still ahead of everything anyone else had done yeah. before them. They had, in season two, Elaine went to a lesbian wedding. <laughs> right. You know, and, and right. that was 1991. And so they they could have done more, uh, but the but you know uh, there's a lot of shows that you could say you could pick that same issue with. Yeah, you know? I, I, I don't just know why think we're because we're in such an age of you know 24 hours news networks and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram everything's so quick and fast yeah. that 
so like Seinfeld could have done more, but right. they still did something, and that should that I think that should be celebrated. Now Ireland just passed, and I'm Irish, so I'm a little proud of this. Yes, I'm very proud of this. They just they became the first country on the planet by popular vote to make gay marriage completely legal in a very Catholic, super one of the most Catholic countries on the planet, yeah. and they did that. Right, very. Uh, and that goes to the old Catholic joke where it's just like they just show up and no one actually listens to what their right. preachers say. Right, it's like, which uh, is, this is when it works. Yeah, exactly. That's when it's so a good thing. it is a good thing, and. Uh, I remember that happened, and then that same day, the day it happened, I remember just kind of seeing through some tweets where it's just like, oh, that's great, Ireland. Now get to work on this, some other thing that they don't do well there. And I remember thinking, like, <laughs> could, could, could we have a fucking day? Can we for one moment? Could we just have a day or two? Right. Could you let them drink their fucking Guinness and just right. relax and be like, hey, look at us. We're yeah. now a leader in something in the world right. other than just fucking alcoholism. Right. You know? Like, I just don't understand. And like, even this- the opponents to it conceded. They were like... You know, I, I thought it was very classy the way that they were like, this is what we voted. This is what the people wanted. Yeah. As opposed to our country where if anything happens, everyone's like, well, we're going to fight this against. Yeah. We're going to repel against this. We're not going to let. I know the people have spoken, but I don't care. I'm going to still try to re-campaign against this whole thing anyway. They were like, nope, that's what we decided. Yeah, like Obamacare in this country. They're still trying to get rid of it, even though it's like, come on. Right. Like, let it be. Well, they're mad that it never got a vote. That's their thing. Even though they did the same thing against uh, the Patriot Act, they did the same. Oh fucking- yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> they did the same exact thing. But they, uh, uh, I, you know, I agree. You know, these 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 bloggers and this whole thing where they're they're talking about when Seinfeld, Seinfeld, <laughs> when Seinfeld, when Seinfeld's too edgy, we do have a problem. Yes. You know, we do have a problem, and I and I do agree with like you know like the mention the the. It's so, it's just, to me, it's so lame to, like, start, like, the, the Lindy West article, she starts trying to take down uh, Seinfeld, calling him, like, a washed-up, ask-your-parents who he is, uh, comedian from yesteryear. Like, really? Just, isn't the whole PC movement against not insulting people? And I get it. He's a billionaire white man. He can take Easy his Easy target, yeah. I get it. But, I mean, still, though, like, aren't you, what is the overall thing? We're going to be classy and treat each other with respect or not? Because Seifel never said anything, like, disrespectful. Specifically no, he didn't. To anybody. He just said, you know, he said, like, there's some things that, like, I don't, you know, just, there's, like, I don't know. He's, I don't know what he said that was so fucking, like, deserved, like, getting, fu- now everybody's turned well, on. What he said was that the whole, they want to label everything so quickly, like, that's racist, that's sexist. They just hear the trigger word, and then they immediately, it's kind of like what we were talking about with guys. Right. They would hear you say guys and be like, that's sexist. Right. They just want to put the label on it. When it's like, no, it's not sexist. It might have been a misinformed way to talk to a group of people right. or something, you know, but it's not sexist. And I right. think that's what he was going for. And, and Lindy, to try to, I've heard a few people take that down. So that's what I got into with someone. Yeah. They said last night on Facebook, they said he's not relevant anymore. And I go, <laughs> Comedians and Cars and Coffee is wildly popular. Yeah. He's on all the shows all the time. Uh, you know, I, I still, Hulu just bought Seinfeld for $180 million right. so they could show the reruns on Hulu. So I, I think also, it's still yeah. pretty relevant. I not mean, only that, it's it's you're, he's not Buddy Hackett, right? You're supporting this like uh, this mentality of society that we uh, we consume and spit you out. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Once we're done with you, we will turn on you at any given moment. You, to, to to sort of like shit on Seinfeld and say like he's not relevant anymore is to say uh, uh, we live in a country that no matter what you accomplish, once you're done accomplishing of it, you're done. Yeah, you're you're forgotten. Uh, you're beneath us. 
Uh, and, and she's sort of supporting that idea in society, which I completely disagree with. I think that's now she's part of the problem of this. Like, you know, like you don't have value anymore if yeah. you're not on, on the top Once of your Once you're game. done, we, we're done with you. Get, get away. Uh, you know, uh, sure. Yeah, you can shit. And everyone's like, anytime you like sort of defense, I was like, but he's a white billionaire. I, I don't know. He fucking made he's a really Jewish. great Doesn't show. Doesn't that count? I yeah. thought that counted. Doesn't yeah, he's he's the one Jew to make it in entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> really, real trailblazer there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I do agree with this idea that like these, uh, uh, you know, this is, I disagree with, you know, how, you know, this blogger uh, uh, handled this and talks about all these things. I do agree that there is a, when you make certain jokes, uh, that it does perpetuate a, I will always be on the side that comedians can say whatever they want. Yeah. They will always be allowed to say what they want. I'll disagree with a lot of things that comedians say, and I'll agree with it that 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 really has any value of them saying it, but I want to disagree with they were able to say it. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. do believe when you do a rape joke, uh, there's two there's two different types of rape jokes. All right, there's a rape joke where the comedy is sort of belittling rape victims. Of course, I I do agree, and even the even the comedians like, but it's just a joke. I do agree with these fucking bloggers that there it does perpetuate a certain mindset in our society that we sort of don't put enough weight on sexual assault in our country. Which I agree with. I agree with that. Okay? I agree with completely. But, but, but sometimes just because the a joke has the word rape in it doesn't mean uh, that it is following that, you know, uh, you know, perpetuation of, you know, like Sam Morell, a perfect example. He's got this amazing, I think it's a great joke, where he says, uh, he says... <laughs> What does he say? Oh, he's, he says he's he was with... I think he said... Uh, I think he said he's with a black girl and they were having sex and uh, and she goes... Uh, and then she said the... Uh, and then all of a sudden in bed, she said the N-word. No. <laughs> okay. Now... Okay, now, now... But here's the thing, though. That's not the end of the joke. You know? If that was the end of the joke, I could I could understand people being offended. The joke goes on to say, uh, you know, it's weird. You guys all got, you guys all got really uptight when you thought I was going to say the real N word. You, when you thought it was a racist uh. joke, you guys got really up, upset and uptight at me. But when you, but then you guys breathed a sigh of relief when you were like, oh, it's just a rape joke. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. It's hilarious. And I think it's, he's on the same side as a lot of these like bloggers that attacked him for that. You know, they go, Oh, Sam Morell's disgusting. I walked out of his set out of his act and all he doesn't No, He's saying, why is it in our society that the N word is worse than rape? You know, yeah. rape should be way worse, way worse, way worse. You should be more aghast at rape. And that's his commentary. But because he said the word rape in a joke form, people like stop listening. And they're like what you that's said. That's a great joke. Yeah. They, they like, like what you said with the gay thing. You know? Yeah, like, they just they just turn off the their they turn brain off. that processes anything. Because I, I agree with them. That's a really good joke. That's a good point. And, it's, and he's speaking the same thing that all these people that are against him for. Uh, here's here's a couple of jokes that uh, Nick Vatterot got yelled at for or get gasps at. Here's a gasps, right? Ready? Um, oh, uh, you can get the Bible on Kindle now, uh, like it was meant to be read. Oh, that got a gasp. Gasps. 
Oh, come this on. is what Seinfeld's talking about. Why are colleges? Why are this college, is at colleges? You've done these college jokes. kids have gasped at that. They gasp, and uh, and 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 I've been there, and I've asked them like, why? Why did you? You know, I, uh, I was at that show <laughs> where he did that joke. Well, I course. do a great Nick Vatter impression, by the way. Yeah, you were loading in and unloading. Yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, yeah, that's right. I was loading and loading that show, and I asked, I go, why did you? And they're like, uh, or Nick asked them. You know, on stage, like, why did you guys? Why do you guys gasp at that? People always gasp at that joke, and I don't understand what they're gasping at. And it's just, and they're, people like kind of like shrugged, and didn't really have an answer. It was just that the Bible was in, involved in a joke, and they felt like it sounded like something they should be offended by. This is what Seinfeld's talking about. Things sign. Yeah, I understand. If you if you think Seinfeld says we should be able to make fun of Mexicans just for being Mexican. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, but Seinfeld never said that. No, he didn't. But it, you know, to me, it's like, well, you. It, people It'd be are... hilarious if Seinfeld were to say that though, just because <laughs> yeah, it's Seinfeld. Like it's and like all of a sudden, he just racist out of nowhere. Wow, he really took a weird turn in his sixties. <laughs> it's all that. It's all those billions of dollars. <laughs> um, they don't know. They don't even know why they're offended by it. It sounds like something they should be offended by. It involves the Bible, but there's really nothing offensive about that joke. It's sort of just. It's just. It's funny the idea that when. It's funny the idea that like they made the Bible and going well when this is in Kindle form yeah. thousands of years from now it'll be how it was meant these words will truly be yeah. able to be read like they were intended yeah that's, that's a funny joke there's no I don't idea. know where it's, a it's not anti religion it's not, it's not an, like I don't know what they don't even know this is what they don't know what they're about. La- I they don't even know why they're offended uh, here's another joke people get offended by all right always gets a gasp always gets a gasp all right it goes like this. Uh, people pronounce things different in different parts of the country, you know. Uh, in fact, uh, in New York, like people say "wash," you know, but people pronounce "wash" different in, in different parts of the country, you know. Like in New York, you say "I wash myself." Uh, in Missouri, they say "I wash myself." Uh, in Arkansas, they say "I never wash myself." <laughs> uh, in fact, if you go far enough south, they pronounce every word different. And there's, I was reading, there's actually a term for that. It's called Spanish. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and people always gasp. They, oh. And a woman actually came up to me after a show. You've got to be kidding me. Really? And he said, where's Nick Vatterot? I need to talk to him. And I was like, I'm not the guy. You need to talk to Nick about this. <laughs> and so we go over to Nick, and she yelled at Nick, and she said that Spanish joke was highly offensive. And he said- Highly offensive, highly too. Highly offensive. And he goes, why, why was it offensive? And she's like, because you're making fun of Spanish. You're making fun of Spanish people. You're making fun of people who speak Spanish. No, it's a geology. It's a geography joke. Yeah. If you go far enough south, you're not in the south anymore. You're in Mexico. If you go far enough south, yeah. In fact, that's the twist. That's the that's the incongruity that, in the joke. You know, yeah. you think I'm you think I'm talking about Alabama, but I went even further. You think I'm talking about Texas? Yeah. I actually went further south into Mexico, and that's the joke. And you and you they pronounce every word different because, because it's a different language. It's a different language. Uh, library. They pronounce library bibliotic. Yeah. They, they they pronounce green verde. It's mm. it's 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 like that Steve Martin joke. It's like they got a different word for everything, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a fucking language. It's a language joke, but people think they think they get offended by it enough to come up and say, "I found that joke offensive." This is what Seinfeld's talking about, all right? Yeah. It's too there's nothing offensive about that. It's a language joke. What is that? Like is it like a mob mentality where a couple people gasp and everyone else does or or is it just this and it is mostly college-age students and people in their mid-20s? Where it's so weird because they almost because they're intolerant at that point. Yeah, I think they pride themselves on being tolerant, but they've become intolerant. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like you're saying they're they're both at the same time. <laughs> they're both at the same time in this way. So they pride themselves on being the people who are like, we're open to everybody, we're open to everything. Right. But if you say something, we immediately close our mind before you make the fucking point. Right, right. You know? And well, with that, that's why I'm surprised that both the jokes you said got right. gasped. Because you mentioned, oh, they, oh, Bible one I get. They heard Bible and immediately shut down. Right. But the language joke, the, that was at the end of it. The only, so they should have been with you going, they should have been following along like, oh, Arkansas, Missouri, right. Arkansas. Like you're going yes. further south. Further south. And then even further, Mexico. now it's Spanish. The only thing I can possibly think of, of any sort of, because I've thought long and hard about the Spanish thing of what the, and the Bible, the Bible thing I've still never been able to come up with what's offensive about it. Yeah. Uh, just maybe they're just like, you're not allowed to have any joke involving religion at all. Uh, I've always been like, I think Jesus would laugh at that joke. That's know? great. What would Jesus laugh at? That's what you got to ask yourself. Yeah. Well, in France, they were all like, we stand with, you know, Jasui, forget the guy's name. And, uh, you know, the, the newspaper, right. they, they got the bombing, which was terrible. Right. So now they're almost becoming them in a way. Right. Where it's like, no, you can't mention anything in religious. You can't mention uh, anything. This. Now you're telling people what they can and cannot say. Yeah. Now what you said earlier, right. I agree. I think comedians should say whatever the hell they want because m most audiences will just be like, that's not funny. Right. And that's, I know the silence is more deafening to a comedian than some blog post. Right. You could blog about me all the time, but if I'm getting laughs, I'm fine with it. The audience, well, this is another huge thing too. People always chastise the comedian for doing certain jokes, but you know who gets off scot-free? The audience. Yeah. The audience. The audience. Not only the audience that laughed at that joke that night, but every audience that laughed at that joke, that comedian told that joke to make him think he could tell the joke again. Exactly. And, and the joke. And every time the comedian tells a joke, he's reinforced that's an okay joke to tell by the audience that's there that night. The audience gets off scot free in every single time a comedian says anything offensive. Um, you know, they also, it's also like Colin Quinn said one thing, the whole political correctness is, is not a new thing. And also, it's not all college kids. It's, it's not, not. No. It, it, What it is, is, and this is another fucking problem with uh, the way we don't have enough words in, 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 our, in our language, but we have a problem. You can't talk about something that happens inside a community of people without, uh, it's again like, when I say, Okay, for instance, if I say women be shopping, yeah, <laughs> you know, or women like shopping, you know, I'm saying, I'm trying to talk about, I'm talking about in the woman community, shopping is very popular amongst a lot of the women in that, okay? That's what I'm talking about when I say that. But someone else goes, you just said that all women like to shop. I'm offended by that because now you're saying that I'm some sort of uh, female that adheres to, you know, society's expectations uh -huh. of what women are, and that, and I and I don't and that. I, I I have uh, conversations with my girlfriend where I'll be like, you know, I think I'll, I'll be like, you know, a lot of women, a lot of women uh, say that men are superficial, and, and make fun of guys that like big boobs. But a lot of women, but women, do, uh, they all, most women want to be with a guy that's taller than them. Tall guys are the big boobs of, of women. Or yeah. Tall guys are the big boobs of men. Sure. You know, it's like if you walk around, you know, you, what you do always hear, you always hear that guys like girls with big boobs. But if you walk around the streets, uh, not every guy is with a girl with big boobs, but almost every girl is with a guy that's taller than them. Damn straight. And I say, and I, and she gets mad at me because she says, you, yeah, but not all women are that. And I go, 
I know, but I'm. But this is. But with not women. all men are. Yeah, but she's. I like, don't really care that much about boobs. But she's like. But it's the semantics of words. She's going. Yeah. yeah. You need to say that though. I go. Okay. So I had a conversation where I talked about women, and every time I said the word women, I go, women, but not all women, but some women do this. But you know, women, not all women, but some women like look at these uh, magazines, and women, not all women, but some women say uh, that uh, media uh, uh, perpetuates the idea of like beauty. But women, not all women, but some women. Yeah. And she, after a while, she goes, all right, fine. You get it. You made your point. You can't say women, not all women, but some women. Every time you say women, it is easier when you just say women. And I know you're not referring to all women, but you're talking about women. And I think it's the same thing. Jerry Seinfeld's not saying all college kids, but it's clumsy for him to go college kids, not all college kids, but some college kids are yeah. way too BC. And I'm tired of all these college kids, not all college kids, but some college kids, they get mad at you. And I go to these shows and college kids, not all college kids, but some college kids will gasp. And I'm trying to do these college kids. It just gets a fucking clumsy way to fucking talk. It kind and of feels also, nice to hear from you though. <laughs> <laughs> through my through my phone my earphones here I'm like the headphones I'm like that's kind of got a good cadence to it it's got oh, a good rhythm I just I, I used up half my saliva trying to say that now I know Nick Vatterock could freestyle rap a little bit could you freestyle women not all women some women do this women not all women some women be doing that women not all women do some women doing this and women not all women some women we get a that. beat. I think that's sounds that, that was beautiful. I got college kids. Yo, I go to this college, not all college, but some colleges do this, and I go to states, not all states, but some states talk about this, and I talk about PC, and not PC, and not PC, and that. So they're still a bitch. Not all bitches not being a bitch. You're being a bitch. You're not being a bitch like all bitches not being a bitch. But not women are bitches. The bitch, you don't be a bitch. Half those weren't words. You can't. It still you can't, sounded you, good. It sounds like rap. It's not rap, but it sounds like rap. That's, uh, I wanted to echo with like a chorus, like you down with being PC. You down with PC? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Who is that? Naughty by nature. Fuck yeah. We're naughty by nature, not because we hate you. Something like that. I remember they had one line like that. OPC. What was OPP? It was down, are you it down was, with OPP? Uh, you, it was, uh, Opiates? So it was other people's privates. Really? Other people's penises, other people's pussies, but overall other people's privates. Just in general. That's what we were told. Is that right? <laughs> For the ladies, OPP means something different. First, it was the same, but the last, something different. It's the longest. Le yeah, that's what it was. Okay. okay. Penis. Um... We got. We're running out of time. Did we cover it all? Any last sentiments on? Uh... I think we really drove home the point, and I think people are gonna say, you know what? Too bad Nick Better I wasn't there because on his podcast, they 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 achieved it. <laughs> it's over now. We've settled it. Yeah. Where do we go after this? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go on all those Facebook posts I saw last night, and just comment with the link to this podcast. That's just gonna be my comment. Oh man, the fucking. <laughs> Let me know how that plays out. I will. Did, they, I, did he I, ever? Did he or she have a response to your? Uh, you should. We should all kill ourselves. Um, oh well, you know what I said. Something I thought I was a millennial because I thought millennials graduated. Someone told me that if you graduated high school in the two thousands, you were considered a millennial. Uh, is it born? No. Yeah. It'd be no. You'd be born in. Um, someone came back with the exact year frame. Jeez. Oh, and I was like, okay, well, I graduated high school in 2003, so I thought that made me a millennial. It's like, no, you're you're a you're degeneration, or not degeneration X. That's the wrestling thing. You're Generation X. Degeneration X. I'm degeneration. Suck it. Degeneration X, man. Yeah. So I'm DX, not DX. I'm uh, Generation X. I love that we had baby boomers was the only term we had for like all of history, and then all of a sudden we, really need, we need one for each high school graduating class. Now. But now it's like the greatest generation, then baby boomers. Then yeah. I heard Gen X. Gen X. Then it's then it was Hurricane Irene. Oh god. Then it was uh, more like Hurricane Bitch, right? <laughs> huh? Come blowing through, knocking everything around. Ugh. And listen, I don't mean her all hurricanes. Some hurricanes. Just some hurricanes. Just uh, uh, Joe Kilgallen, thank you for... Uh, uh, can, you know what? It's all about keeping the conversation going. Uh, it's the intention of words. Are you, are, you intent, are you trying to be part of the solution? 
Uh, I fault no one for any opinion. Uh, as long as they're just, I don't know, be aware. Be aware of like, I don't know, are you trying... Oh, this and, is what I you don't want to distance the good people because you're right. clearly one of the, anyone who talks to you for more than three minutes knows you're a good guy. I'm trying. And you're one of the good, like right. the people. So when I hear like someone saying, oh, you can't use guys. Right. And it's infuriating. It's infuriating. And it's kind of like. You're projecting me as to be a person that I am not. Why not try to enlighten you yeah. a little bit or, yeah, or just he, let it go? Hey, just or, so you, you know. know uh, guys is sort of like it refers to sort of a patriarchal society and you know I had struggles in my life that have sort of would have been lessened had I not been part of the system that we've established I've been like 1030 uh, too early yeah. tell me this but I would have listened to it you know and this is and I actually mentioned something earlier about so in, about uh, so-and-so being her own worst enemy um, the thing with these bloggers when they like I said there's bloggers that I I disagree with a lot of the points that they make, uh, but agree with like, but I also agree with a lot of the points too. Yeah. But the problem is, is that when I get so, and specifically the the article of the person we were talking about before, um, when you attack, it, you read that article that she writes, and it's the problem is, is it doesn't sound. I don't know what the point of the article is. Okay, because. To me, it sounds, if you're trying to spread awareness and inform people and educate people and try to get this idea that, that certain words and certain topics and certain issues do perpetuate certain things in society, then you, you, you want other people to be open to reading what you have to say. You read an article like what she writes, it doesn't sound like she's it doesn't sound like she's trying to get anyone. It sounds like all she's trying to do is fire up people who already think like her. Exactly. And it's the same. It's the same problem I had with like Rush Limbo and all the other like these super left wing and the super right wing do the same thing. All they do is pump up their own sides. They say uh, infuriating things. Like she's saying, if she really wanted to get like Seinfeld to rethink his thing. Then why are you insulting him and doing digs? Yeah, under why the are you top? shaming him and telling yeah. him he's, you know? And why are you like, and why are you lumping what he? Why are you calling him somebody that like, basically, in, uh, 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 kind of insinuating that he like hates women's rights and hates racial? And, and she's saying like these terrible things that he never said and, and that he doesn't agree with. Yeah. You know, at one point in the article, she uh, 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 she equated. Just by you know mentioning this thing, Artie Lang said something where he, he said something weird where he, I, I can't remember what it was, but he was says like I, I think he said something like he, there was some black girl who was so hot he wanted her to be a slave and have sex with her and set her free or something like that. You know, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. It was something like that. All right, and she 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 mentions this in this article about what Seinfeld's talking about, and by doing so, she's equating yeah. what Artie Lang is saying. That wow. the, the Seinfeld, I don't maybe Seinfeld is okay with that. I don't think, but Seinfeld is not like, oh, you can't go out into a college and talk about how you want to have sex with a black woman and treat her as a slave. He's not, but you're equating what he's saying to that when you mention that in that article. And all you're doing is you're infuriating other people, the people that you're trying to reach out to and change their minds and be more open that words do mean things. You're, they're going to be so turned off 
by that lack of logic and those infuriating things that you're just, you're no different than Rush Limbo firing brimstone, just getting people more fired up and more mad at the other side. And you're never going to convince, you're sabotaging your whole agenda. Every, yeah. you're, you're not, you're not freeing anybody. You're not helping anybody. You're not, the whole thing, if you're going to be this type of person where your whole fucking existence seems to be towards equality and rights, then you got to get the people that don't think that to be on your side and you're, you're pushing more people away. And you, are, making, you are pushing people away because, yeah. you know, guys like my, you know, people like me who might be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally on that side. Right. But then when you do it that way, it's like, you know what? I might not show up on Election Day when you really need me. Right. right you know, because right. you turned me off to a point where you didn't listen to my side. Right. You didn't, you know, and I'm not saying like I'm on even, I'm even a side. Right. I'm not. I just think like what it all goes back to the beginning of how they headlined that article you talked about. Right. With like Jerry Seinfeld won't do colleges or whatever it was, right. and they realize nowadays with the clickbait uh, world we're living in yeah. is that there are two types of people: people who read the headline and people who read the article. And the people who read the headline have uh, the numbers. They have the numbers. I know I see so many people. I remember like in my neighborhood in Chicago, it said uh, man stabbed in Portage Park, uh-huh. and uh, Portage Park's name in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. He was, but I actually read the article. Him and his son got into a fight. His son, his son lost the temper and stabbed him in their apartment that happened right. to be in the Porch Park neighborhood. Right. And I just saw all these people commenting in the article going, I guess I'm never going to walk my baby through that park again. Right. I guess I'm never, oh, I guess that park's too dangerous. Maybe we should have a cop car hanging out there. What happened? Was it in broad daylight? Right. Were like, people freaking out? Read the fucking article and you'd find out. I just right. see comment after comment. Where I'm like, now one person actually clicked on the article. They took the time to comment their fear. And everything like that. And that's just the way everything is now. They want the yep. headline to scare the shit out of you or make you outraged, like you were saying, or infuriate you, fire you up. Right. But they don't actually want you to read the article. No, no. It's, we are a world uh, that, we, uh, that uh, reads a headline and then it forms an incredibly strong opinion. Uh, based, based on, on the headline and, not, words reading, and bold. not reading the article itself. There was a thing on Facebook where this, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like, I, I think it was like man, uh, man drives, you know, like leaves baby in his Lexus uh, and like something caught on fire or I can't remember exactly what it was, uh, but whatever the headline was, yeah. there's all these comments on it. And one of the dudes wrote is like, you can just tell some fucking white rich asshole. You know this is some white rich asshole that thought he was above the law and could do whatever the fuck he wanted and nothing mad. And he just like went on this tirade about like, you know this was some white fucking dude that did this. The article, if you read the article, first line from the article is it took place in Bangladesh. <laughs> or it was India uh, or whatever. Is, in, is in Bangladesh India? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, and it was uh, it was an Indian man that fucking this whole story was. New uh, Delhi's the capital. It was, uh, you know a lot about India. Yeah, just uh, I just know the capital. <laughs> you know two things about India. And the population is about 1.2 billion. Wow. Give or I take. Know. They're creeping up there. Growing, out, growing technology. Look out, China. Yeah. Um, but that was, um, uh, that was, you know, and I, I, and I, <laughs> I think I, I wrote, I go, you know, not, you know, I, again, I'm the white guy defending white guys, but yeah. I was like, I go, what part of an Indian man in Bangladesh makes you think this was a white, some white asshole? And the guy goes, oh, yeah, I didn't read the article. Of course not. I just not. read the course course headline. And- you asked me at the beginning of how, what my you know, 
thoughts on life were. Am I like a positive guy or negative? Uh, after this conversation, I think I'm half glass empty now. <laughs> oh, did I fuck it up? No, I just realized how fucking stupid everybody is. <laughs> no, this was a good, this was a good enlightening conversation. But I'm just like, oh god, they're all so dumb. Let's go get some food. Let's, Let's go get, get a slice and fuck these people. Let's go get a slice and yell at the guy for making it wrong. Yes. Um, Joe Kilgallen, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, on Twitter at Joe Kilgallen. Everything I got, my Instagram, Facebook's all my first name, which you know how to spell Joe, yeah. and the last name is K I L G A L L O N. So it's Kilgallen, but like the, there's only one L up front, two L's in the back. And uh, yeah, I got a website and everything like that. I'll be in Los Angeles. I perform at the Laugh Factory a lot. And I also have a show out there called Comedians You Should Know. That's an amazing show. It was in Chicago for a long time. They just moved out to L.A. Uh, it really is one of the best shows in Chicago. Uh, the Chicago one's still going strong, too. It's, it's amazing. Great. Check out Comedians You Should Know in Chicago. Check it out. Uh, the new one in L.A. Um, and... Um, Let's see. Check out the hey, Nick Vatterot show. It's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. Subscribe. Uh, uh, leave a positive comment. Maybe even negative one. Negative one. Just shout into a bucket and put the lid on it and throw it away. Um, and if you're a bucket, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Um, Nick Vatterot has an album uh, for amusement only. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being here today. Thank you. And you know what? This is the Nick Vatterot show. Nick Vatterot can never make it. It seems like. And it seems like the people he comes in are increasingly sounding more and more like him every week. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening. And go out there, and uh, I'll see you guys later.